Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South. Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the Friday night edition here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. We're on the web at nashfm1061.com. Tune-in app available anywhere in the world for you to listen in via iHeart. Of course, you can also get us at home via Alexa if you can't pick up radio. You can also listen to the podcast following the show through crescentcitysports.com. Just click on podcast to be able to do so. Email me, ken at crescentcitysports.com. The number is 504-260-1061. Football weekend, jamboree action continuing. We'll get into that in just a little bit throughout the area. In fact, I'm here covering Lutcher Destrahan, which begins just after 7 o'clock this evening, a pair of state champion teams from a year ago. And you can read our story on North Shore and Jesuits Jamboree last night at CrescentCitySports.com. And naturally, next week, we begin the 29th year of Ken Trahan's original prep football report here on Nash Icon locally, but around the state on several stations. Six hours of unprecedented high school football coverage. More on that coming up as well. The New Orleans Saints preparing for their final preseason game against the Houston Texas Sunday evening in Caesars Superdome. Joining us to talk about that, among other things, our good and great friend Renee Nato of CrescentCitySports.com. Hey, Renee, always a pleasure. You know, football, you know, like as you, uh, as we always say, Kenny, football season, uh, is a 365, 24-7, but it's gotten, uh, it's getting a little heightened right now as the season is actually underway, and it's kind of great that, uh, you know, it's finally arrived. Demario Davis with some interesting comments yesterday about fans should be excited about what they're about to see from the New Orleans Saints, and then he went on to say this is the best training camp he's been involved with as a Saint, indicating that he really feels like they're, they're on target to do something very good this year. Uh, what do you take from that, and do you share his sentiments? Well, you know, the defense, uh, from his perspective, the defense is certainly a strength of the New Orleans Saints. And, and you look at some of the guys who maybe made that next step uh, and are going to maybe have an even better season this year, guys, that the fans would be familiar with. And I'll start with Carl Granderson. May he step up to the very next level. He was once in a, a, uh, a, a support role, but now he's going to be a full-time starter. Peyton Turner has maybe turned the corner and, and having maybe his best camp 
a former number one. It looked like a disappointment. Uh, and, and you go down the line, you know, I mean, there's, there's competition between Elante Taylor and Paulson Adebo. Both guys certainly are NFL starters, and they're fighting it out for a spot at the left corner position opposite Marshawn Lattimore, maybe one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL. So from the defensive perspective, yes, I, I, I agree with him. And, and on the flip side, Kenny, the defense faces the offense day in and day out, and, and they see what Derek Carr has done for that offense and, and the potential there. And maybe, again, with Michael Thomas back, and this will be the first time he's back in quite some time and look like he's he's full health. And Chris Olave, much like the guys I mentioned on defense, taking that next step forward. Uh, might he be a, a Pro Bowl-type guy this year or next? So I guess from DeMario Davis's perspective, he would certainly know better than most because uh, he's not only seen it on the field but in the locker room. And I, see, I think he's seen a growth and maturity among a few guys, as I mentioned just previously. You've been out at practice, and, of course, we've seen the Two preseason games prior to now. Uh, Derek Carr has been all that to this point. But you have to be pretty pleased overall with the entire quarterback room. We've seen Jameis Winston throw the ball well. We've seen Jake Hayner make progress, and you can see why they like him. So you have to feel much better about their quarterback situation this year than last year. And, you know, Kenny, is kind of interesting, but, you know, Jameis Winston at this time last year was fighting – you know, to be the number one. And I think now he knows where he is. He is a backup. Uh, there's no pressure on him when he comes in. If and when he comes in, he'll be a, a person to maybe put out a fire or help out for a, a series or two, hopefully, if Derek Carr or something was to happen. Uh, and, and Jake Hayner, I, I, you know, I had a chance to talk to him in a rookie minicamp, and I was impressed with him quite a bit. And uh, height aside, I was very impressed with his IQ, his, uh, his physical skills, and again, last year at Fresno State, he was kind of nursing an, an injury of some kind and, 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 and wasn't able to really be full, full bore as a runner. And, and uh, you know, he don't have to run down the field and be like a Jaden Daniels-type quarterback, but, uh, you know, Jake Hayner is a guy who can move, in a, move around in the pocket that we've all seen him do in the first pre, two preseason games. And I think he's got a future, and there's no pressure on him to come forward and perform this year. Uh, he'll sit and watch and learn, observe, but our next two years, I think you'll see a, a growth out of Jake Hayner, and he's a guy that can play in the NFL, and it'll be amazing to watch what he can do year two and year three. All right, so going into that final preseason game, realistically, the true roster spot battles to watch at running back Alvin Kamara, certainly on the team, but he's out for three games, which opens the door for another running back to make it. We know Jamal Williams and Kendra Miller are going to be on the roster. So then you've got to figure Daryl Williams uh, would be next. And then Merriweather, if they keep three, uh, certainly Williams, if they keep four, uh, Merriweather to start with, if he can contribute in other ways. I don't see any real mystery there. Of course, when Kamara comes back, then 
one of the others would have to go. Is that how you see it? Yeah, I do, and, and that's the way I predicted it. My uh, my fifty three uh, roster that I had for CrestedCitySports dot com and Darrell Williams. I think the his experience and what he's able to do as a runner, blocker, and a receiver uh, kind of gives him the edge a little bit. Kirk Merritt, I certainly like, like a lot as an athlete, but Ellis Merriweather is a guy that you know I, I've told less our, our compadre Les East at practice many times, going way back. Ellis looked like Ellis Merriweather looked like a guy that has got a spot. Um, on, the, on the practice squad. And I said this way back in, in OTAs and minicamp. He just looked like he got it. It looked, it looked like every day he got a little bit better. And, and Alice Merriweather is a guy who's an undrafted guy. You know his his uh, the, the, the type of history the Saints have had at undrafted running backs, how the success they've had. Ellis Merriweather could be a guy that uh, this year or next year could prove to be an un- untapped, uh, you know, a guy that unpolished gem, if you will, a guy that they, they uh, uncovered as an undrafted uh, free agent and uh, wound up being something special. But I-, I agree totally what you said with your assessment. And when Alvin Kamara comes back, that's going to tighten that position that much more. Offensive line. You know, we know the front line guys. The question is whether it's going to be James Hurst or Andrews Pete. At left guard, they both make it. We know the other starters. So then it becomes who else makes this team as backups. You know, there's Throckmorton who's been hurt some. There's Landon Young. There's Garcia. You know, just, what do you see in terms of offensive line? Well, if I'm going to stick to what I predicted on Crescent City Sports Top 53, I think the odd man out in this group that you just mentioned is Calvin Throckmorton. Now, may he go on a uh, you know, on a PUP or go on some kind of list that will allow him to come back during the season. But because of the uncertainty and Ryan Ramchek takes off a lot of days and has had some minor injuries he's had to deal with, I think you keep an extra tackle, Landon Young, uh, to maybe kind of keep an extra tackle there just in case. A guy that uh, came in maybe at the right time with experience, uh, Max Garcia can play center or guard. Actually, he's played some tackling college, so he's a guy that uh, maybe be a, a fireman type guy, come in and and, uh, and and screw up some positions there. Nick Saldaveri is just too good uh, to not be on his roster. He's got great potential. Not ready yet, but he's got great potential. Uh, and, and I just think he's he can be something very special down the road. Lewis Kidd is a guy who's on the last year was, was around on the practice squad and popped up on the roster. He's a guy you'll see his name. If not on a 53, Lewis Kidd will certainly be on the practice squad. Maybe the most intriguing spots offensively are wide receiver and tight end wide receiver. You know, Olave will be there. You know, Michael Thomas will be there. You know, Rashid Shaheed will be there. Then you, I would think you fully expect Keith Kirkwood to be there, and we hear Dennis Allen rave about Traquan Smith, so that's five right there. Uh, I suspect they're going to keep six, and if they do, is it A.T. Perry? Is it Shaq Davis? Is it John Trey Kirkland? Is it Lynn Bowden? Is it Kawan Baker? you got a lot of guys that seemingly can be on an NFL roster there. That is a tough one, and when I had my top 53 roster prediction, uh, I put A.T. Perry in that group but Shaq Davis has really put too much film out there now. I don't think, Kenny, he can sneak through waivers. And that's going to be a tough call for them. Do they put Shaq Davis in that roster and, and maybe don't keep a Keith Kirkwood or a, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, a Traquan Smith? I don't know. Shaq Davis, although he's an undrafted guy, uh, boy, he's got great potential and great size. Six five and a half, six six. 
uh, great catching radius, and he's shown me a lot. A.T. Perry has had really good camps and good preseason games. I think uh, you certainly can't sneak A.T. Perry through waivers. And Shaq Davis, that's going to be a last-minute decision on the, on the coach's part. Uh, what do they do with him? Um, you know, will they, can they get him on the practice squad? I'm not really sure another team would try to grab Shaq Davis if they saw his name available. Renee Nato with us from CrescentCitySports.com talking about the Saints roster. Tight end is the other really intriguing position. We know Jawan Johnson and Foster Morrow are going to be there. So then who else? Jimmy Graham had the setback, but he's back. J.P. Holtz is there. Jesse James has been hurt. If you count Taysom Hill there, my guess is it's three guys plus Hill. I think they'll keep a third behind the first two, which are Johnson and Morrow and Hill, but I think they'll keep a a fourth guy, which means Graham, Holtz, or James. Your thoughts? You know, I've been wrong before, Kenny, and and a guy that has has flashed, uh, and, and they like him doing camp, is Lucas Kroll. Uh, he could probably wind up on the practice squad, but I just, you know, I, I may be wrong, but I just haven't seen enough of Jimmy Graham, practice included, to really warrant a spot on the roster. I know fans don't want to hear that, and he's getting up in age a little bit, but he's not the Jimmy Graham of the past, and and those roster spots, as you know, are so dear, uh, they cannot afford to hold a fan favorite if he's really not going to contribute, and I'm not really sure how much of a value Jimmy Graham would be in this year's team. And again, I, I could be totally wrong, but a Lucas Crow may have some potential there. It may come down to somebody like a Lucas Crow or, or Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I, I didn't mention Crow because my suspicion is he's going to be a practice squad guy. Uh, they yes. like him, but there's too much talent there to warrant a roster spot where he is concerned. All right, so that's the offensive side of the ball. Fullback, that's Adam Prentice, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so defensive side of the ball. Defensive tackle, you know, it looks like you got four absolutes with Saunders, Shepard, Roach, and Brissee. Is that it, or do you count anybody else? No, I think that that probably is is what you're going to be looking at, Kenny, and I think, you know, the defensive line has, you know, got got a lot of potential there, and, um, you know, they they got um, that rotation, and you can can, uh, uh, move – passing on in there too and I mean you know from defensive end and defensive tackle if you really need to but I think the defensive line is is pretty well set I I think uh you know uh with Shepard and Sean Saunders uh, Brissy and Roach and and again like passing on maybe slot them in if you need that defensive end I think that's pretty pretty clear cut in terms of the the roster the original roster which of course, includes Passignon, includes Carl Granderson, includes Cam Jordan, you know, and includes Peyton Turner. And, of course, it includes Isaiah Foskey. He hasn't shown much, but he's a second-round pick, so they're not going to let him go. So that would be five right there, which means, you know, a guy like Lalos, who was so good last week, would be a prime candidate for the practice squad. Yeah, that's where he was last year. And, and, and people don't realize that he's, he's not a fresh guy out of college. He spent a couple of years – with the New York Giants, mostly on a practice squad, but a couple of game experience. But he was on a practice squad last year for the Saints, and he's certainly shown last week and in camp, Kenny, uh, that he's got some skills. And a lot of times doing practices, uh, when they were in passing drills and seven-on-seven, I mean, uh, uh, team drills and stuff, Lilos really did a good job putting pressure on the quarterback. And and so he's certainly shown this not only in in preseason games, but in practice as well. Taking a look at the linebacker position 
the addition of Jalen Smith takes a spot, it would seem. He looked really good in the game last week to go along with the starters, Demario Davis and Pete Warner. And then, of course, Zach Bonds had a pretty good camp in preseason, so those four would appear to be pretty safe. Then it gets interesting because you got Nephi Sewell, you got DeMarco Jackson, you've got Connolly, you've got Summers. Uh, it's pretty interesting there. What do you see at linebacker? This is who I think, and again, I could be wrong. I got Pete Werner, Demario Davis, DeMarco Jackson, I think, has shown enough, and he's made that next step, perhaps uh, in, in not only on, on, on the field, but in special teams. Ty Summers is a guy that maybe I give an edge over Connolly just a little bit. Zach Bond and Jalen Smith would be the six guys that I think I possibly would be would hold those spots. Turning to the secondary, cornerback, you've got four for sure. And we know those, Lattimore, along with Adebo, Taylor, and Roby. So then it becomes, you keep a fifth, would it be Yidam or, you know, or would it be one of the others uh, that we've seen at cornerback? You know, Yidam is a guy I did a story on a few weeks ago, and boy, I tell you, he has really uh, helped himself with his performance in practice and, and, and games. You know, he's a special teams kind of guy. I, it came down to either he or rookie free agent Anthony Johnson, who does have some good size at 6'2", 205, but I gave the nod to Yidam because I think he will, you know, being around last year and everything, I think he might get the edge there. So they keep a fifth guy. I certainly think Isaac would, would, get, to, would get the nod. Then you get to safety because that's an intriguing spot for me. You got Teran Matthew, you've got Marcus May, and everybody's just holding their breath about May to see what the league's going to do, and they haven't done anything yet uh, with regard to his no contest plea to the DUI. Beyond those two, I think it's very murky. I, I don't know what else you have. JT Gray is a special teams guy who can play back there when he needs to, but he's an ace on special teams. And then, of course, Jonathan Abrams, has he done enough? And you're just looking at Lonnie Johnson. You know, do you have real depth at safety? The guys, I think, and, and JT Gray is a guy because of his special teams uh, ability. Certainly has to be be a, be a look at there. You got Jordan Howden, uh, a draft choice, who's certainly going to give up strong consideration, and he would have to be uh, outplayed, if you will, because they did spend a draft choice on him. Lonnie Johnson, four seasons in the NFL. Uh, you know, he's got 183 tackles and three interceptions. But a guy who I like a lot, zero number zero, you go Abadi, Amadi. I think he has helped himself in preseason games and in camp. And he's a guy that when you when you watch him practice, Kenny, he's around the ball. Uh, he, he's made some plays, and, and I think the coaches have noticed that as well. Smoke Monday could be headed to the practice squad once again. Last year he was injured, but, but Smoke Monday is a guy that's shown just enough to sneak on the practice squad. Then it leaves you with the special team specialists, and we know Zach Wood is the long snapper. No, no issue there. Uh, fans have been intrigued by Headley the punter with Blake Gillikin, the incumbent, and by Groupie, the kicker, with Will Lutz, the incumbent. My take is that because this is a team that thinks it's a contender that is favored to win its division, they're going to go with experience with Lutz and Gillikin. Uh, other people have said, hey, you know, these guys are good that we've got that could supplant them and, and they'd be a little cheaper. Any thoughts there? I, I agree with you, Kenny. I think Zach Wood, Gillikin, and Lutz would be the three guys that I would I would put my money on, and I think that experience means a lot. And, and, the, and the Saints staff knows what they're capable of, and uh, you know I think uh, Coach Rizzi and the staff know what they got in those three. And, and it's better to stay safe and, and gain experience with those guys that've been there. Yeah, the Saints could try 
to put one, if not both, of those guys in their practice squad if they valued them that much. Let's not forget, that's what they did with Blake Gilligan for one year when Thomas Morstead was the punter here. They liked him that much that they were able to hide him and keep him for a year and then replace Morstead with him with a much cheaper guy the following year. So that's not out of the question either. Well, and, and, and you know, when I when I came up with my practice squad at CrescentCitySports.com, I, I really considered Groupie a great uh, option there. But I really think that if his name ends up on the uh, waiver wire, I think some team's going to grab him as an option, uh, Blake Groupie, and, and, and find somewhere to, to put him. But, uh, you know, try him out. You know, there's so many uh, – there's always uh, a spot for a good kicker in the NFL, and I'm sure some NFL team right now is not happy with their place kicker throughout preseason. And if they're seeing enough on Groupie to know what he's capable of, I think he'll get a shot. Now, would it be a long-range shot, something he could last at in, the, in the NFL a long time? That's, that would be up to his performance. But – I think Blake Groupie, if his name winds on a roster on a uh, waiver wire, Kenny, I think a team's going to claim him. Renee Nato, Crescent City Sports, with us. And we'll take a brief time out. One more segment with Renee. We're going to talk about LSU a bit and Tulane as well as we delve into college football. Hey, football is here. And we'll talk about the college level in just a moment as we continue with more here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. And as always, we're on the web at NashFM1061.com. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Do you have heart failure and often hear those stomach issues ruined your birthday? You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25 year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. 
So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't find out. Go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again. Rhino Shield. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or if you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. This report is sponsored by Vicks Dayquil Severe. When I get a cold, I get all the symptoms. <coughs> so I use Vicks Dayquil Severe. Just one dose starts working fast to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms. Power through with Dayquil Severe, the daytime coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. All right, US 90 West between Earhart and St. Charles working an accident downtown. Slow traffic, I-10 eastbound between 610 and Downman right now. I-10 West between Veterans and Loyola seeing the slow traffic accident Lake Forest at Michoud also at uh, Willowbrook Drive working an accident Morrison Road at Townsend Place a crash as well this afternoon I'm Michael Higgins New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center now's the time what's on your mind we'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Ken Trahan with you on this Friday night. Edition of All Access. Renee Nato with us for a little bit longer to talk a little college football. Renee, we're getting closer now. I mean, we're about a week away. LSU opening with Florida State on Sunday night. National Television, ABC, WGNO locally. Tulane opening with South Alabama on Saturday. So... It's almost here. You're ready, right? <laughs> it's almost here, Kenny. And, and you know, I, I, I'm getting ready to send in a story to you, something I've done a while back. I spent a lot of time on uh, Florida State and LSU, the matchups, where they have the advantages, what kind of team is Florida State that LSU is going to be facing. And so I've done a pretty in-depth analysis of, of that game and, and mostly Florida State. So I'll be sending it in Crescent City Sports. It should be arriving in the next day or two. But that's going to be an interesting game. And, boy, I tell you, that's going to be a standalone game. Uh, all eyes in the nation are going to be focused on on those two combatants, those top ten teams. And uh, it'll tell you, you'll know more about where those teams, how good they are when the game is ended. But I, I, I think it'll be very much like last year's game. I think 
you're looking at a mirror image, both those teams facing one another, and two quarterbacks that are very similar in style and skills. I, I give the nod to Jaden Daniels, but Jordan Travis is a guy that really can do some magic at quarterback for Florida State. And Florida State's entire defensive line, Kenny, is all transfer portal guys. And Jared Burse is a defensive end who could have come out and maybe been a second-round draft pick in the draft. He's come back, a defensive end number five. And, boy, he is going to be a load for the LSU offensive line to contain. And uh, he's a guy that could be a number one draft choice in the NFL pick in 2024. And, of course, where LSU's defensive line is concerned, the news about Mason Smith disturbing and troubling and really takes away a key component from their defensive front. They lost him early in the game last year against Florida State. And you'll miss just the one game, but it's the wrong game to miss. How much of an impact does that make on LSU's defense? Well, I may be overblowing this a little bit. He's not maybe, uh, you know, to, uh, Chris Smith of Kansas City Chiefs. You know, that's that's a mega. Chris Jones, but i tell you yeah, what, yeah. It's, it's not far behind that. I mean, uh, you know, Mason Smith has a tremendous impact on his LSU defense. And uh, Harold Perkins aside, he, he's he's probably the best player on that defense. And he's one of the best. And he's he, Mason Smith is one of the top two or three defensive tackles uh, for next year's draft. He'll be our number one draft choice. It's going to be a by committee. Jacoby and Guillory, I think you see Paris Shan uh, uh, chip in, Justin Jefferson, defensive tackle. So you see three or four players, uh, defensive tackles for LSU, kind of hold that spot while Mason Smith will be back the following week. But Makai Wingo has already shown what he can do in the absence of Mason Smith. And, and I think, you know, I think the skill of what they have there and Matt House's defense, I think he'll be able to compensate, uh, not totally, but I think he'll be able to fill that role until, Matt, until Mason Smith gets back next week. Is this going to be a score fest, do you believe? No. Uh, I don't know what the over and under is, but uh, I'd say uh, the winner, it could be a, a 28-24 game. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a scoring fest. I, I, don't, I don't think it's getting the 30s. I don't think it'll. Get, I don't think either team will score 40. I think it'll be in the in the in the mid to high 20s. Maybe a 30 uh, 30 points might win the game for you, but I don't think much more than that. I think both these defenses, Kenny, are very very good. The Florida State defense is outstanding. So, and I say the same for LSU. So, I think points are to come in a premium, and I think both field goal kickers are going to get some opportunities here. If you had to pick two or three freshmen for LSU that people will look to watch and see play in this game that can really make a difference and contribute, uh, what about two or three freshmen that you see being able to play and be in this rotation? Lance Hurd, uh, right off the bat, the tackle, a guard, where are they going to put him at tackle if he, if he comes in? Uh, you know, and the JV and Toviano is a guy. And and the young man from – from uh, from Ashton Stamps from Rummel is a guy who has really opened eyes uh, and really made a difference there. And, and I think he's, he's, he's in a two-deep rotation. So I think those three guys, Javian Talbiano, Ashton Stamps, Lance Hurd, and I guess Deshaun Womack is a guy that in the next, in the first two or three games as defensive, as a jack rusher, I think Deshaun Womack will be a guy that you start to hear more and more about as the season goes on. And of course, we've had this running back discussion forever. you got eight backs they're all capable of playing, but uh, even Brian Kelly has said it. Look, we got to get to three and and play those guys. Now, health has a lot to do with it, but I mean, look from my perspective, 
Now, Noah Kane's done nothing to hurt himself. If anything, he's gotten a little quicker. Now, Josh Williams is a leader. And Logan Diggs is your best all-around talent. But then there's a wild card in John Emery because of his physical ability. <laughs> it's always going to be there. That's a guy that figures to be drafted in the NFL. So, to me, I, I kind of start with those four. And that does not take anything away from the two freshmen. One who had a great scrimmage last week. It doesn't take anything away from Bradford, for that matter, either. But, you know, you've got to get it down to three or four. That's where I sit with it. Do you see it any differently? Yeah, you, you got to get uh, two or three guys, and maybe a fourth guy is, is an extra. But I think uh, injuries are going to play a role in this, unfortunately. I think somebody may have be dipped up a little bit, missed a series or two or whatever. Somebody's going to have to step up. Uh, you know, it's funny that, uh, as you know, I did a story on, on the eight guys, and, and I said, watch out for Caleb Jackson about three weeks ago, and bam, who knew who knew he'd have the kind of uh, scrimmage he had last week? But Caleb Jackson is really not totally ready to assume that role as a starter. He's a guy that uh, could give you a few good plays and show you what he can do, but he's certainly skilled at 225 pounds. And Caleb Jackson, Kenny, is the fastest running back they have. I mean, that sounds crazy to be a guy that big, but he runs a 10-6-600, and he is faster than any running back they have. So they'll find a way to get him on the field if, if it'll help the team. But I think Logan Diggs and uh, Amani Goodwin is another guy they, they like yeah. a lot. And Josh Williams, I mean, Josh Williams is just a guy who does everything. Uh, he's not a special, special uh, guy who's going to throw a fear into the defense, but he does everything very good, including blocking. Yeah, I guess the biggest question with Diggs is, is he healthy enough? Well, yeah, we'll find that out. I think they've been, you know, the, the staff has been holding him back for the real season coming up, and maybe he hasn't seen as much time in scrimmages. But I think they have an idea what he can do. Uh, and for some reason, I still think the opening opening series, Josh Williams will be in the backfield. I just think that that's going to happen. I could be wrong. But Josh Williams has just done so much, and he's a guy that could wear that number 18 jersey because he means that much to the team. Wide receiver, they've got four, maybe five with Aaron Anderson, right? Yeah, I mean, with, with uh, Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas, and I mean, they just, they just, Kyron Lacey, they, they just really can be good. And Aaron Anderson, is, everybody's talking about him. I mean, and when you ask a defender, uh, you know, how's Aaron Anderson doing? You notice the defender's eyes, his eyelids lift a little bit, like with a little emphasis, like Aaron Anderson can be special. And we all know that. We saw him at the car, and uh, he's, he's not the biggest guy in the world, maybe 5'8 or 5'9. But, boy, he's explosive, and, and he's got sub-440 speed, and he can make a difference in a game, be it a return specialist or even on a jet sweep or throw him a short pass and let him go in open space. But Aaron Anderson can be a difference maker. Yeah, Hilton is another receiver that's pretty good. So they're pretty deep there. All right, flipping the page to Tulane at South Alabama, uh, seven, seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home against a, a pretty solid team in South Alabama. I'll ask the same question about Tulane. If there's any two or three freshmen that you think might be able to break through, I mean, Tulane's got a veteran team and they got transfers and they, you know, they're a good football team. So not easy for new players to step in and play right away. Do they have anybody like that that we can look for? Well, you know, there's guys. I, I, if one guy that, that grabs my attention right away is going to, he'll get some touches is Arnold Barnes from Booker T. Washington. I, I, I think it's impossible. Uh, that in the opening game you won't at least see him in some some way shape or form. Uh, I, I think he's that good. Uh, and and uh, you know another guy that I don't know how much time he's got in scrimmages. I have not had a chance to watch any scrimmages. But uh, Landon Cannon is a, Landry Cannon is a guy 
by the Destrian. I think it's really going to be something special in time. He's, he's huge, 6'4", about, about 340, and, and he can be really, really good. Um, you know, I, I just think that uh, there'll, there'll be some guys with depth. Kevin Adams is another guy, a cornerback out of Destrian. You see him on the field in time. Um, and I'm trying to think some Jai Eugene, my goodness, uh, how, how talented is he? I think, you know, I think he'll be somebody that will play a long time and be be a leader in that secondary for years to come. But the guy who jumps out again to answer your question, Arnold Barnes, uh, is a guy who first true freshman I expect to make an impact on his team. Yeah, Tulane's got the same issue to a degree at running back that LSU has. They got five guys, and you know they got Lewis who's smaller but is fast. they got Shoddy Clayton, who you wrote about at CrescentCitySports.com. You know, you've got Barnes, who you mentioned. you got Iverson Celestine, obviously. I mean, they've got they've got quite a few options at running back as well. Yeah, Makai uses another one. So that's five guys. He, you know, and, and i tell you another guy that, that Willie first talked about uh, last week when we were over there is is uh, Trey Cornus. He's a, he's a true freshman, but I think Arnold Barnes is a little bit ahead of him right now. But Trey Cornus is a guy that in time – you hear about him as a running back, but yeah, they, they have a loaded backfield and, and Willie Frisk basically said too, it'll shake his way out. And, you know, uh, they have two, you know, not too many, but they got uh, too many guys they can play in a game, but they have to focus on about three of those four or five right now and be the primary uh, foot soldiers uh, in the backfield when, when they play South Alabama, that's going to be a, a really, really tough battle with South Alabama who has a had a 10 and 3 record last year and and uh, certainly they have a stout defense that Tulane we're in the better defense that Tulane will face this year in South Alabama. Tulane has really used the transfer portal well. We've seen a whole bunch of guys whether you know we can mention them all but you know, certainly some of them when you think about you know Lance Robinson coming in Lawrence Keys coming in last year among others and then this year Cam Wire coming in Tyler Grubbs coming in they've really done a good job in the transfer portal yeah and, and I mentioned Prince Pines I mean wow mm-hmm. starter last year is coming back again this year will be a starter and a guy I think a lot of people don't know much about and, and we did a story on him a while back was uh, AJ Hampton on Northwestern he really had a good career in, in the Big Ten uh, playing against the likes of Ohio State and Michigan and those teams, but AJ Hampton is a is a uh, is a cornerback. He can play nickel, and he's got some experience from Northwestern from playing in the Big Ten. And uh, Jarius Monroe, boy, I tell you what, they they are really stacked at cornerback with Lance Robinson, AJ Hampton, and Jarius Monroe. And um, you know, uh, Pettis Glow, the guy from uh, ULL, comes in that strong at uh, safety, and he's really going to help them a lot. He transferred in this year, and once again. Uh, Willie Fritz u- utilizes that transfer portal. Darius Swanson is another one, a safety who transferred in this year, and I think he'll help that team quite a bit. So, uh, but you know, the, the offensive line is going to be good, but it's going to be special with Sincere Hainsworth coming back. Kenny, I think one of the top centers in college football, not the biggest guy, may have a chance in the NFL. About a six-one, but boy, he he just. He's a quarterback of that offensive line, and you know, and, and Michael Pratt can't couldn't say enough nice things about how much he means to that team because he does make all the calls for that offensive line. People are going to look at that USC win, and some nationally are going to look at it like it was a fluke. And for Tulane to be able to display and solidify themselves as being a top twenty-five type program, they're going to have to beat Ole Miss, uh, and that that's at home, and. Not an easy task, but if they want to get the attention nationally and if they want people nationally to believe in who they are and that it's permanent and not temporary, that's a game they have to win, isn't it? 
Yeah, and, and you know, as much as that South Alabama need, uh, South Alabama game means to Tulane and means a lot to South Alabama. You know, Lenny Van Gilder and I talked to the coaches uh, at Sunbelt Conference Day, and boy, South Alabama has that game circled. But Lane Kiffin cannot afford to come in and lose to a, uh, a non-conference foe out of the SEC. I mean, he's got his, you know, he's got a tough schedule at Ole Miss, and, and he can't afford to right now, you know, to lose any games. And so he's he's coming in here, and, and you know, when, when Ole Miss schedule that game, they never thought uh, Tulane would be this good. But I tell you, it's going to be a it's going to be a, a game that that Ole Miss is going to really, really, you know, put a lot of focus on, and they know how important this game is and how good Tulane can be. And and uh, you know, so I, I tell you, that's going to be a that's going to be a tough game. For Tulane to win, even though it is at home, but I, I, I think it's a game they must win if they if they want to show the nation that they've made that next step and they want to, you know, uh, you know, go to the next level. That Ole Miss game is going to be the game to tell them. Couple more minutes with Renee Nato. So, is Tulane the favorite in the American Conference in your mind? Yeah, they are. They are, and and I think that um, you know they uh, the team that's going to really challenge them is UTSA. Uh, as good as Michael Pratt is, Frank Harris is really the quarterback for UTSA. Is not far behind. He's that good. Uh, he's a dual threat guy. He can run. He can hurt you with his arm. And uh, fortunately, Tulane will play UTSA uh, on their own turf, and it will be the last game of the season. But uh, that UTSA game is really going to be a, a game for uh, you know. It'll tell you a whole lot about where Tulane is uh, and how far this program has come. And and uh, you know, it'll be the last game of the season. And then flipping the page back to LSU. Is LSU the favorite in the SEC West? Uh, I, I would say, and, and I would say this because of the uncertainty uh, at the quarterback situation in Alabama, I, I would give the nod to, to LSU. And, uh, and and because, you know, although Alabama has so much talent everywhere else, defensively and everything else, but uh, and a good offensive line, but the uncertainty at quarterback for Alabama uh, and even though Nick Saban may know who it is, the drop-off from Bryce Young last year, this tremendous drop-off, they won't have anybody close to the talent he had last year and what he meant to that team. So uh, what the quarterback situation means to Alabama, uh, will, will it be more than one person man that role for Alabama as the season goes on? Or will they stick with a Ty Simpson or a Buckner or somebody like that? We don't know. But uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be um, interesting to see how Alabama fares uh, you know, as the season goes on and, and they, their first game is going to be against Middle Tennessee and then they play Texas the second week. So uh, they do play Texas at home, but that Texas game will tell you a lot about Alabama for 2023. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So as we get set to close out, I think we all think Georgia and Tennessee in that order. In the East and the West, it's LSU, Alabama, Alabama, LSU. Who's the other sneaky breakthrough team in the West in your mind? Is there one team that you're looking at that you think could break through and be a real threat to LSU and Alabama? Well, uh, two teams, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but, you know, Ole Miss, because of, of the talent they have in Lane Kiffin and Scott Sanders, quarterback coming over from Oklahoma State and challenging Jackson Dart, and they have obviously the best running back in the SEC and, and uh, at Judkins. Uh, Ole Miss is a team that really can cause some problems, and because he has his feet to the fire, Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, you don't know what they could be. Are they going to be another team like last year, or are they going to just light it up because they have so much talent? Texas A&M is a team that is capable of beating anybody in the SEC if they put it all together for one week. So Texas A&M and Ole Miss are two teams that you have to watch out for. Yeah, I think LSU would certainly 
a test to the ladder there about A&M based upon what happened last year in College Station. Of course, you can follow his work at CrescentCitySports.com on college, pro, recruiting, everything. He's Renee Nato, and it's always a pleasure to visit with you, Renee. Thanks so much for the time, and we'll see you this weekend at the Saints game, too. You had a happy opening weekend, and we'll see you soon, Kenny. Thank you. All right, Renee, Renee Nato of CrescentCitySports.com. Good rundown on the Saints, LSU, and Tulane. Football season is here. How about that? And, of course, we're covering high school football tonight. We'll talk about that next, among other things, as we continue. It's 504-260-1061. This is All Access, the Friday night version. Rudy Dixon, our producer. I'm Ken Trahan, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. And on the web, we are at NashFM1061.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-216-9922. That's 1-800-216-9922. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-216-9922. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Want to know my best tip to find outfits for home, work, and working out and getting everything for less? Shop at Kohl's. With their friends and family sale, I saved an extra 20% on already great deals, like 30% off the cute dress for me, tech gear activewear for under 12 bucks for my husband, and more. Plus, I earned Kohl's cash on all of it. So what are you waiting for? Get to Kohl's. Select styles. 20% offer ends August 27th. Some exclusions apply. See storeoracles.com for details. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. This report is sponsored by Vicks Dayquil Severe. When I get a cold, I get all the symptoms. <coughs> so I use Vicks Dayquil Severe. Just one dose starts working fast to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms. Power through with Dayquil Severe, the daytime coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. All right, what we're seeing right now, traffic flow is uh, doing pretty good. Still a little heavy. I-10 East between the Claiborne Flyover and uh, Orleans Avenue. Uh, I-10 East from Kennedy downtown taking about 19 minutes. Uh, still seeing a lot of slowing, although the accident on the shoulder westbound Crescent City Connection uh, from the I-10 split to Terry Parkway. It's between Earhart and Chapatulis where that accident is over on the shoulder of the road. Westbound Crescent City Connection HOV lanes 12 minutes. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. 
Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Glad you're with us on this Friday night. Ken Trahan with you. Of course, the third component of football, the NFL level, the college level, is, of course, high school football. We champion that here on this radio station as well as through CrescentCitySports.com, and we're ready to roll. As tonight, we're here at Destrahan, Lutcher Destrahan, this outstanding jamboree, two defending state champions squaring off, get a good gauge of each other by facing such good competition here this evening. And, of course, we'll have tweeted updates throughout the course of the night on the varsity jamboree coming up momentarily, and we'll have a story on it following at CrescentCitySports.com. So stay tuned for that. But we're just getting started with our coverage because we begin next week with the 29th year of Ken Trahan's original prep football report, September the 1st, beginning at 6 p.m with our countdown to the original show with Les East and Jude Young, live from Francesca's by Katie's. And that is, of course, at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And next Friday night, our first night, is Brother Martin Crusaders Night. So calling all Crusaders, need you at Francesca's by Katie's next Friday night, starting at 6 p.m. Coach Mark Moniz will be there from Brother Martin. We'll be talking to him throughout the course of the night. And we sure do look forward to talking to him. And... Of course, Les and Jude handle the 6 o'clock hour, 7 o'clock hour in the studio. Roe Brown joins me as we take over, and we'll have reports from up to 45 games throughout the state all night long. And when the games are over with in the 9 o'clock hour, we'll have some winning coaches on for you. And then in the 10 o'clock hour, analysis from all over the state, every sector of the state as to what transpired that night. We cap it off in the 11 o'clock hour by carrying Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO with Ed Daniels and J.T. Curtis. Six hours of great coverage and, of course, in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com where we have scoreboard updates all night on the radio show and where you'll find the scoreboard updates all night on CrescentCitySports.com where everyone in the state comes on Friday night to get scores because our people do the best job of anyone in the state in that regard. Updated every minute at CrescentCitySports.com and of course that's the high school coverage that everybody comes to expect from Nash Icon 106.1 FM and CrescentCitySports.com. Our first game on CrescentCitySports.com for you to watch stream live. It's Brother Martin Madison Prep next Thursday night. We'll have that for you next Thursday night. Lenny Van Gilder, Wade Kaiser on CrescentCitySports.com. You'll have a chance to listen in at that point, and we hope you will have a chance to join us for that. We'll have games for you every week, and that'll be first out of the box next week as we have Madison Prep and Brother Martin next Thursday night live on CrescentCitySports.com, and we'll have a game of the week. We'll have some radio games as well that we'll be telling you about here in the weeks to come. Glad you're with us on this Friday night. I'm Ken Trahan, and we'll take one final time out here, and we'll be back with a closing segment and word or two as we continue in just a moment. Glad you've joined us back in just a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. With Labor Day savings at the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. They'll fit your space, fit your needs, and with extra large capacity, Samsung Laundry Pairs can fit more loads in less time. Plus, with free delivery on orders of $396 and up, you won't have to worry about fitting your new laundry pair in the back of your car. Get up to $700 off select appliances, like Samsung, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid 824 through 913, U.S. only. See store or online for details. 
Macy's Ultimate Shopping Event is going on now. Take an extra 25% off top brands like DKNY, Calvin Klein, On 34th, INC, and more with your coupon or Macy's card. Plus, get your fall beauty essentials with 15% off skincare, fragrances, makeup, and more. And Macy's Star Rewards members earn rewards on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first Philip. Do you have heart failure and often hear those stomach issues ruined your birthday? You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B. B-E-L.com. Ask Sherwin-Williams and get 35% off Emerald products and Super Deck stains August 25th through the 28th. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213579. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Our final segment begins on this Friday night. Interesting, we talked about LSU earlier, but... 
Did you see the Heisman Trophy odds that have been released by Caesars Sportsbook? Everyone knew that Caleb Williams of USC would be the favorite, and he is. 15 to 4 odds to be that guy. Do you know who the number two betting favorite is? Caesars Sportsbook establishing the odds? It's Jaden Daniels of LSU. Imagine that. That's how highly regarded he is and how the expectations or anticipation are for LSU's offense to be productive. Jaden Daniels occupying that second spot. Pretty special. Quinn Ewers of Texas is in the third spot. Ewers very good and no chance for Arch Manning to start with the presence of Ewers there. J.J. McCarthy fourth. Bo Nix is fifth. And by the way, Jordan Travis of Florida State is the eighth overall choice which tells you about the quarterback that LSU is facing. If you didn't remember how good he was last year when you saw the Tigers play Florida State, there's a good indication of it right there because this guy is a very talented player. Great New Orleans Quarterback Club. First meeting, 85th year, next Tuesday, August 29th at noon at the Cannery, 3803 Toulouse Street in New Orleans. The speakers include Saints and Pelicans owner Gail Benson along with Tulane head football coach Willie Fritz, along with LSU senior athletic administrator and former Tiger star Verge Osbury, along with John Curtis Christian legendary coach J.T. Curtis, and along with St. Martin's Episcopal head coach Kevin Dyser. That's all coming up next Tuesday at noon at the Cannery at 3803 Toulouse Street in New Orleans. We honor a prep player of the week each and every week. We honor also our scholar athlete of the week each and every week. And we have year-end awards to present at the end of the year. If you're interested in coming, the cost is $40. Lunch is served, of course. And it's $30 for members. Now, people ask, well, what is a membership entitled? Well, there's six meetings during the year. And if you pay $25, you're a member. And you only get to pay $30 for lunch. That's a $10 savings per lunch. So if you come to just half the luncheons, you're saving money. If you come to more than half, you're going to save quite a bit of money. So that's the bonanza, the bonus of being a member of the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, 85th year. We sure do look forward to it starting next Tuesday, August 29th. We meet monthly at a wonderful facility, the Cannery. If you're not familiar with it, it's easy access on Toulouse Street, backside of the American Can Company building, and there's free parking, safe and free. There are plenty of it at the Cannery. Final thought tonight about investments and being careful about what you wish for and what you choose. San Francisco 49ers recently declared Trey Lance to be their third-string quarterback and really putting him out there for trade. And that comes just two years after choosing Lance with the third overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. And San Francisco traded three first-round draft picks and a third-round pick to Miami to move up nine spots from pick number 12. They made the move, gave up a ton, and got Lance, and now he's their third-string quarterback. Just amazing. Because Brock Purdy played so well when he got the chance last year, and because they picked up Sam Darnold, you know, who's competent, can play in the league, as the Saints have seen, among others. So there's that. But this is the risk that you take of gambling on that franchise quarterback and trying to make a massive move to get to that guy. If you stay in your slot and you get a quarterback with your pick, that's a different story. Pittsburgh did that with Kenny Pickett. 
The Saints, of course, chose to go the route of going and signing Derek Carr. The money at the time, some people said, oh, that's high for Derek Carr. And as I said at the time, go back and listen, this deal is going to look good in time to come if Carr plays well because it will look like a pretty good deal financially for the Saints with the price of quarterbacks simply rising exponentially and escalating all the time. So I do think that from that perspective, it was a good move by the Saints to get Carr with where they got him, when they got him, and for how much they got him for. Compare and contrast that with what the 49ers did with Lance. And now you see just how risky it is to put yourself in that position to make such a move and then regret it just a couple of years later. Expect Trey Lance to be playing for someone else in the near future or at least to be on another roster. Whether or not he gets the opportunity to play, that's depending upon his development and how people view him. Quarterback position, always the toughest to handicap, always the toughest to find.